Hey everybody, this is In The Mix with Sister Johnny and I tell you it is a lot going on right now. It's a lot happening. Uh, We got these fires that's happening in the Bay Area in California. We have the smoke that is really just devastating the air quality here. We have unemployment rates. We have the coronavirus that's still here. It ain't going nowhere, y'all. We just have a lot happening. And so today we're going to talk about a lot of these things, especially the fires. I'm going to read some articles to you so you can know what's really going on, not just in California, but in other states. Literally, the West Coast is on fire. So we're going to need your prayers. For those of you that don't have a prayer life, I encourage you to get one. Get with your Christian friends. Say you're ready. You want to learn about the Most High God. They will walk you through it. Reach out to some of your local churches, even though they may be closed. They have websites. They have information how you can join in on the Bible study and prayer line. This is not the time to unplug. This is the time to reconnect or connect with a church body. Amen. For those of you that are listening to In The Mix for the very first time, I'd like to welcome you to In The Mix. If you'd like to catch up on some of the previous shows, please visit me at sisterjohnny.com. That's sister J-O-N-N-I-E.com. Or you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Sister Johnny, Sister J-O-N-N-I-E. Or you can type in in the M-I-X-X, Sister Johnny, and it should come on up. I just want to get into this. I tell you, there is just so much. It just, I'm telling you, every time I come on the show, I almost sound like a broken record because I'm always saying how there's just a lot going on because there's a lot going on. And I just we're living in a time y'all this these these days that we're living in now I know a lot of people say we're in the last days but I want to also make mention that no man knows the day nor the hour okay but we should be able to discern the season we should be able to discern the times okay we should be able to do that but to say we're in the last days or this is the Jesus is coming back to get us next week I mean come on no no man no one knows the day nor the hour not even Jesus Jesus, but only the father, which is in heaven. That's straight up. And that's the word. So let's just, you know, not get ahead of ourselves because every time things happen in the United States, we tend to think it's the end of the world. And I don't know if that's arrogance. I don't know what that is. But I want you to know these natural disasters and things that's happened like this has been happening all around the world for years. Even these fires that's happening, these fires is really nothing new, unfortunately. And I hate to say it like that, but in Australia and Christchurch, I don't know if you guys remember, they had some apocalyptic fires that took place back to back. And the fact that the name of the province or the area is called Christchurch was very interesting to me. It was literally on fire and it looked apocalyptic to me. There's been tsunamis, there's been cyclones, there's been hurricanes, there's been mass earthquakes, there's just been mudslides and flooding. There's been mass devastation all over the world. But it seems like when things happen in the United States, it's like it's the end of the world. And I think we should be careful with that because it could be very offensive to people that live outside of the United States has been dealing with pestilence and all kind of things for a long time. Now we know what Matthew 24 talks about the pestilence, the wars, the rumors of wars and earthquakes in diverse places and all these things that's going to take place. But he also goes on to say, but the end is not near. It seems like that and it could be and we want to prepare ourselves and be ready whenever that time comes to say that this is it is really hard to say. But it is a lot happening right now, not just in the United States, but around the 
the world. I want to get to these fires. Now here in the Bay Area, which is where I'm located in California, we are quite frankly and literally surrounded by fires. I have some articles that I want to read to you about these fires. Fox actually reported on August 21st the following. California Governor Newsom says 367 wildfires, 23 of them major, continue to burn in statewide emergency. Gavin Newsom has declared a state of emergency for the state of California. These fires are devastating. And you know what I want to do is I want to give my condolences to families that have lost loved ones fighting the fires and lost loved ones in the fire. I just want you to know, even though people may not know you, I want you to know there's people that don't know you that are praying for you, praying that the Most High God will send the comforter to comfort you and your family during this time. I can't imagine what you're going through. I don't even want to go there. I just want you to know people are praying for you. And please, if you're a prayer warrior, keep the prayer wall up. Keep praying. There's people that are missing and the firefighters are really stretched thin because of so many different fires is happening so many different places that they're trying to get a handle on the fire. They're trying to do this rescue is just not enough people. And so some people stayed behind and got trapped in these fires. So it's just, we need prayer. We need prayer. But I want you to know something. There is fires happening all over the West Coast. I don't know if you know this, and that's why I wanted to read some of these articles. California is not the only state. The Bay Area is not the only area that is on fire. I also want to talk about the smoke and the air quality. Channel 7 News, ABC Channel 7 News here in the San Francisco Bay Area on August 20th, they actually reported that the Bay Area air quality is the worst in the world as wildfires rage in all but one county. Did y'all hear that? So literally there are fires in every single county in the Bay Area except one. Okay, I need you guys to understand the magnitude of this. It is very serious. And I want to apologize for how I sound because quite frankly, it is so smoky. I'm in the Chai Valley area. It is so dense with this smoke. It is so bad that last night I literally felt my, my chest is tightened and it's just, I've been, you know, drinking this tea and you know, it's just, it's the air is bad. So we need your prayers because what's happening is we have the air quality that's horrible from the smoke and the fire. And then we have the coronavirus that is very active, that hasn't gone away, that people are dealing with, and it attacks the lungs. So we have these things that are happening right now that's affecting every single person in the Bay Area. So we solicit your prayers if you're in another uh, state or you're uh, in the state, but you're not impacted by the, the fires or the smoke, please pray. We need prayer like never before. I want to talk about some of these other fires that's happening in uh, the other state. In Washington state, you may not be aware of it, but I have an article here from KUOW and this was actually reported on August 19th and it reads, there's a state of emergency declared over Washington state wildfires. That's right. Washington is dealing with wildfires, plural, multiple fires in central and eastern Washington. They're dealing with the same thing and they declared a state of emergency just as California has. In Arizona, I have an article here from Arizona Central and they're reporting 
on August 20th, salt fire evacuates 20 homes, remains 0% contained. Now, that may not seem like a lot because we've had thousands of people that's been evacuated in California here in the Bay Area. But the fact that they have 13,000 acres that have burned in just one area alone, and then 2,700 acres in another area where 20 homes were evacuated is painting a bigger story. This is in Arizona. Arizona. In Colorado, there are fires there as well. The Denver Post is reporting that Colorado fires, it says that the latest on the Pine Gulch and Grizzly Creek, Cameron Peak, and Williams fires. They're reporting that in Pine Gulch alone, the Pine Gulch fire grew to 122,530. 50 acres. Now to put that into perspective, that is 191 square miles. That's almost 200 miles of fire. Do you hear me? That's just one fire. There's another uh, fire called the Grand Junction or it's burning outside of Grand uh, Junction and it said that it's 17% contained. But this other fire in Pine Gulch, it's not contained or it wasn't contained as of August 20th. That's in Colorado. In Wyoming, I have an article here. Wyoming News Leader is reporting that in northern Wyoming, there's wildfires that explode and there's 25,000 acres on fire. We have another article here, or I have another article here from KMTV 11 where they're reporting in Idaho, crews work to contain central and south central Idaho fires. These fires are stretching across five states, actually. So you have California, Washington, Idaho, you have Wyoming, Colorado, and Arizona currently at the same time burning. Not good. Not good, you guys. We have to pray. I have another article here from CNBC on August 20th, and it says we're trapped. California's now faced a dual nightmare of wildfires and a pandemic. It's unreal. It's hard to comprehend. It's hard to wrap your mind around what's happening. I was thinking also, uh, some people have contacted me. They're like, well, Sister Johnny, where can we send help? Where can we send aid? What do we need to do? The only thing that I can say is just be still for a minute because I haven't heard anything announced. I know the Red Cross is the place that you can all send help to even though I know people are on the fence with Red Cross and but Red Cross has been the most consistent they've been here always able to help and I know there's been some chatter about where the funds are going and this I've always seen the Red, Red Cross has always been on the front line of any natural disaster I do know that again do your research on where you can actually make donations I don't know at this moment I feel very strongly that most of the news outlets they're just reporting on the fires and giving instructions on where people can go evacuation orders it's just it's just chaos right now that's the best thing that I can say as a local person here if you are listening in another state to the news and you're saying well I don't know if they're really this is really happening to this magnitude let me tell you something I am a local person here in the Bay Area it is that it is really really bad and I'm not overextending or over exaggerating okay we will need some help 
help, but we're they're trying to get a hold on these fires. Gonna please go to my YouTube channel so you can look in the description box below. I'm gonna put all these links in there to these articles that I have. I'm gonna also see if I can find this map. I have a map of a of, of the actual fires in the Bay Area where you can see that we quite frankly again are surrounded by fires. And these are active fires. So you can understand the severity of what's happening. So go to my YouTube channel, look in the description box below. Don't forget while you're over there to subscribe, like, and share as well as comment because it will really help me. That's how you can be a blessing to me. But yeah, don't forget to do that. Again, where would you send your donations? Just hold off for a minute. All that I think is being worked out. I don't know, but I just believe it is. It's just right now, like I said, we have some active fires that are taking place. I want to read this article from Fox News. California Governor Newsom says 367 wildfires, 23 of them are major, continue to burn in statewide emergency. Actually, this article was printed on August 19th. Let me tell you something. I had to reread those numbers. I said 367, 367 wildfires, 23 of them are major. Going back to the donations, people, the priority is to get these fires under control because it is it's devastating. People are, their houses are burning down. Community, whole communities are being burnt up. People are displaced because we have the coronavirus that's happening right now and people are avoiding other people because of the social distancing. These people have been pushed out of their communities. They've been evacuated out of these communities. They cannot go to any shelters because the shelters are filled to capacity before all this stuff happened. And then because of the coronavirus, they don't want to increase those numbers. And then um, not only that, a lot of these people can't go to family members' houses because of the coronavirus and they could be asymptomatic. A lot of these people have been pushed out and they're literally in their cars in parking lots. They're literally in their cars in parking lots. What I want to say to you, if you're a church leader, if you're a pastor and you have a church that because of the coronavirus and you can't assemble and it's just been sitting vacant, this is your opportunity to step up and evangelize. This is your evangelistic moment. This is what I encourage you to do. Contact your city, your city officials. Call your city office. A lot of the city personnel, they're working from home because of the coronavirus. You contact them, go on their website, or you can call personally. Um, see if you can get someone on the phone and say, hey, you're a church. You just wanted to know if there was a listing where you can put yourself on the list as a place where you can receive people uh and it's you know you got to figure out how many people can come in because you have to safely social distance because of the coronavirus or if you don't feel comfortable doing that you can just let them know that you want to be a point of resource so you want to if you want your building to be used as a place where resources can be shipped and it could be um one of the locations where people can drop off donations or make donations and you can ship it out to the people that actually need it you can can be one of those locations or designated locations people can go to our send donations too so contact your local city officials contact your local police department work with them let them know because they're stretched thin they need help this is your time this 
is your moment. This is what you've been praying about. This is your time to step up and say, hey, I have a building. We're, we're not directly impacted by the fire. Yes, we have the smoke that's here, but we got a building. We can help. We can do something. What can we do? This is the moment to be available. Even if you want to be a point of contact for firefighters, if you want to be that point of contact for them where they can come and they can utilize your facility if they need to, if they're in the area of where those fires are and you're at a safe distance away, that they can come there and do uh, reporting and updates for the, the media or the media can come there. Like there's so many different ways you can use this building right now. So please don't feel like your hands are crossed. This is the time to step up and allow the spirit of the Lord to use you like never before. I want to read the Mercury News. They actually uh, reported something. They were talking about how the firefighters are struggling to stop these fires. Why I wanted to report on that is because there's so many fires. I just read to you about what Gavin Newsom said on August 19th, that there were 367 fires at that time, but 23 of them were major. I know here in the Bay Area, I think we have at least five or six fires that are major that they're attacking right now. And the thing about these fires, for example, in Santa Cruz, where they have these fires, they're up in the mountains. The terrain is just hard to get to. And so they can't, it's hard for them to fight these fires just on the location and these very narrow roads and it's dark and it's hot and it's, it's just not ideal, you guys. So what's happening, you have all these fires, they're major, and you're sending all your resources in the state of California. All your firefighters are coming and they're trying to fight these fires. But here's the thing, when the fires are of this magnitude, they tend to uh, solicit help from other fire departments in other states. But the problem, this is why it's a it's just disastrous is because you have all these other neighboring states that's on fire too. You, now you guys hear me? So that's why it's important for us to not just say, oh, it's a fire, they'll get a hold of it. No, it is devastating. It's to the point where people are literally being told to evacuate and homeowners are staying behind to help to put these fires out so that they can protect their homes. There's not enough firefighters. Do you hear what I'm saying? They're doing the best that they can. Even some have lost their lives. They are working tirelessly to try and save people's homes. But the truth of the matter is, it's just not enough of them. It's not enough. So we really need prayer. We need uh, everyone that has a prayer life for real to keep the prayer wall up. We need God to intervene like never before. ABC Channel News here in the Bay Area reported that the Bay Area air quality is the worst in the world as wildfires rage in all but one county. All counties literally have a major fire of some sort that they're dealing with except one. I need you to really understand what's happening. This is devastating. But in the midst of this devastation, God is yet in control. In the midst of all this stuff that's happening, God is yet in control. So here's something that I want to leave you with. Psalms 91. And I want to give a shout out to Dejan. Dejan is a young man that is on fire for the Lord. He has been in his word faithfully. And he said to me, he said, well, Sister Johnny, the Lord, he gave me Psalms 91. And I said, well, that's a blessing. I know that came from the Lord because Psalms 91 is a prayer for protection. And I want to read this for all of you. We we need the protection of God right about now. 
Amen. We need God, the most high God to intervene. So I'm going to close with this. The Psalms 91, I'm reading it out of the King James Version. I'm going to close with this. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high God shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noosome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked because thou has made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. God bless you. Be encouraged. Remember, God loves you and God just wants to use you. This is In The Mix.